Welcome back to another episode of The Top Step. My name is Ryan Roland-Smith. Now, this is a very special episode of The Top Step. I'm going to call this the isolation session, and hopefully we get to do this a little bit more often. So I got a chance to sit down with an absolute rock star in the broadcasting community here in Seattle. She is the executive producer of The Danny and Gallant Show on 710 ESPN, as well as a sideline reporter for the Washington State Cougars, Seahawks, and the Seattle Seawolves, Miss Jessamine McIntyre. Now, I started this podcast and called it The Top Step because some of my favorite memories in the big leagues were standing on the top step of the dugout with teammates hearing their story and being inspired by their journey. In this episode, I think we all need a few laughs, right? We're all living through a crazy time in our history dealing with this isolation, and it's these times when we need to connect one way or another, especially online. So I created a Mariners Facebook group, the Mariners Quarantine Community. Jessamine has been a big part of that. Plus, our conversations usually are anything but serious. Hope you enjoy this episode as we give our theories on The Bachelor, a pair of budgie smugglers, Google it, that showed up on the Facebook page, thanks a lot, Nick, and everything in between. Enjoy. No matter what happens, Ryan Roland Smith has something to tell his grandkids right here. First appearance of the big leagues. <laughs> Face to Hall of Famer. Famer. <laughs> Especially if he strikes them out. Here comes the one-two pitch to Junior now. The breaking ball. He struck him out. Yeah, that will be a story for the rest of his life as he strikes out Ken Griffey Jr. And the inning is over. But what an inning it was. All right, Jess, this is a special edition of the Top Step podcast. And the reason why, we all know it's a crazy time at the moment. Everyone's stuck inside, including you, right, working from home. Mm-hmm. But before before I kick this off, I just want to I want to because this might get out of hand pretty quick, especially if we start diving into to non sport topics and the whole thing, right? Uh huh. <laughs> but <laughs> on, on a serious note, I just want to bring up a story. Now, I was getting done playing baseball, 2015. I was actually playing over in Taiwan. And it wasn't something where, you know, because any time I talk about this, and if it's, you know, if I'm not talking to you, if I'm talking to someone else, I'm like, yeah, I think it was about that time where I felt like I wanted to to hang him up and say goodbye and not and retire. No, 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 the game literally was pushing me out the door. That's how it was. But I remember they quit on you. you. You didn't quit on them. <laughs> that's pretty much it. Yes, and that's what happens. Otherwise, I'd still be playing. Everyone's like, oh, you still look young. You still look like you can play. No. Anyway. But, but I, I messaged you, I think I texted you, I'm pretty sure I had your number, right? No, 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 it was a Facebook message, which is the <laughs> equivalent of sliding into the DMs, but and no judgment whatsoever. Okay, all right, it, 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 it was a Facebook message, but I reached out and said, hey, I said, Jess. That wasn't important know, enough for you to have my number, because you were a baseball player. I guess so, I, I thought, yeah, but I thought for sure as a text, that's how I remembered it, because I was thinking about it this morning, but anyway. Back to the story. So I reached out to you and, and said, look, I'm, I want you to, to give me a hand because you know, when you start to make a bit of a career transition, you've got to reach out to people. But on a serious note, I just want to say thank you on the record for helping me out in those early stages to try and get into broadcasting, which is what I'm doing right now. Well, I'm really annoyed that I have to be serious right now, but um, I was honored <laughs> that you reached out to me. Um, I I really was. I was. I was touched. I was 
oh, wow, this person thinks that I can help them, and then I think I gave you pretty good advice. And um, look where you are now, sitting at home. Yeah, (laughs) unemployed. (laughs) That's right. Uh, Nailed it. (laughs) Doing a podcast from my uh, my parents' basement. (laughs) Aw. No, I'm kidding. I am sitting in, in, in the top level, basically in the only corner. I've got we're, – we're both quarantined, both at home in shutdown mode. I've got two kids running around the house. I'm literally in the only corner of my house where I can actually have a conversation, work around the homeschooling that my wife is doing an amazing job at, by the way. Crazy oh, time. She, yeah, hands up to her. That is – a lot of people are going through that right now, and that is not easy. Yeah, just I want to give you a little introduction uh, because not many people know who you are because you're not as famous as me. Let's just mm. let's just get that straight. Sure, we'll let you live with that one. <laughs> now you host the morning show. I don't host the morning show. I'm the executive producer of it. Sorry, let me start that again. We can cut that out. I, I don't know what else. <laughs> don't now, cut produce... it out. I want you to live with your mistake. Now look, I, I, I'm going to give you some. I'm going to give you some props here. You do produce produce a very popular morning show. I do. Yeah. What else do you do? So um, for the almost eleven last years, I've been the executive producer of 710 ESPN Seattle. I moved from Bristol, Connecticut, where I was working at the network, to start our station, which was nothing. Uh, when I got here, actually, it was something, but it was a different station. Um, our news station moved over to an FM signal so that we could take over. And we became the flagship for the Seahawks and the Mariners, which I believe that's how we met. And um, is, yes. yes. And then I, uh, for the last eight seasons, I've been the sideline reporter for Washington State football and uh, more recently, I've delved into television as a sideline reporter for Major League Rugby. I have produced multiple uh, remote broadcasts for ESPN Radio. And uh, now I'm just sitting at home. That's right, like the rest of us. Mm-hmm. All right, so, yeah. on, so on that, real quick, the advice you gave me, I'm going back through my Facebook messages as we speak. Trying did to you find it? I did, yes. You did. You basically your response was, "Who's this?" And I said, "It's Ryan." Right. That I, sounds I, exactly right. <laughs> and, and, you, and you told me it's funny because I watched a YouTube video of you talking to a bunch of college kids about what to do, trying to give them some advice on how to how to send out resumes you and what to say. That? I did. Of course, I watched it. <laughs> What's wrong with you? That. Okay. But it was basically it was basically it was the same advice. I was like, God, oh, I thought I was special. Like, you know, give me some sort of special treatment. I yeah, said, what do I do? Sorry. Yeah, and you're like, yeah, you basically just said, just hand, just look, just reach out to, just go online, find out who you got to talk to, and send out a resume. And I was like, oh. Okay. Whoa, whoa, no, whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> hey, everyone who's listening to this, actually go watch my speech because it was a lot better than that. <laughs> hey, hey, speaking of your speech, I want to I want to dive into that because I did watch it. I I, I absolutely Aww, did. Oh, um, Well, of course. I thought you were only my fake friend. <laughs> Facebook friend. That's right. Hey, actually, you know what? After that quarantine community last night, after some of the stuff that I lost sleep over from Nick Kirk and you, you know, you lost sleep. That. Are you kidding me? <laughs> <laughs> 
that was tough. Anyway, and, and if you haven't yet, go go join. It's everyone can join this. It's called the Mariners Quarantine Community. I started that just trying to get just send some good vibes to Mariner fans because it's a yeah, it's a pretty bad time right now. Season's on hold. Who knows when it's going to kick back off? Yes. But look, getting back, getting back to that video, I watched you speak to, um, it was Washington State. It was, it was at, uh, and it wasn't on behalf of the athletics department. It was actually, which I was so honored because I did not go to Washington State. A lot of people think that I did. Um, but I was asked to speak at their, um, Murrow Symposium, which is for all of the, uh, communications um, and broadcasting students. Um, it's a, it's the School of Journalism. I was the keynote speaker there. And you had some advice. You've been sent some resumes from up and coming aspiring broadcasters or <laughs> yes. wannabe producers, right? And yes, I feel like you're going into a certain region right now. <laughs> well, no, I want to hear some of the things you've heard. Like, <laughs> you just talked about it. Give me some, give me some of the the things that people have written to you. If if I if I'm a young if I'm a young you know aspiring producer or whatever I want to work in the industry, what are the what are the do nots? Give me give me a couple from that. Okay, well the best one was dear Mister McIntyre. <laughs> that's right. That's wrong. <laughs> that is one of my favorites. Um, and I brought that person in for an interview just to watch his face when he saw me. How Oh, he was mortified. Like, he definitely thought I was a dude. And I don't think Jessamine's necessarily an ambiguous name, but I get that it's not necessarily common. However, this person, based on my job, just thought I was a dude. And, uh, yeah, I brought him in for an interview, and I'm like, there's a lesson for you, buddy. Bye-bye. So you literally... You brought him in. What do you look like? Describe him to, to the listeners and to me, please. Uh, I, I don't feel like it's fair to, like, I want to be ambiguous. Um, a very tall, athletic man, and I felt really bad for him. Because, <laughs> you know, there are some bros out there. Right. And he was a bro, I guess. Is that a fair description of a person without being too specific? Well, if you Google bro, you can figure it out. So that's fair enough. Yeah. And... You know, maybe, you know, I'm not judging all bros. I don't think they're all would write an email like that. But, yeah, he looked like a bro. Uh, Kids these days. Kids these days. Oh, gosh, why are they so much younger than me? It's so annoying. Uh, Exactly. Um, I know. I'll give you you another one. This one still sticks in my craw. Blank (laughs) subject. And it said, how much does it pay? That was the entire email sent Whoa. from my iPhone. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> what? Yeah, I because didn't it, say... comes, it, it like comes through a portal, so like it's clearly coming from the internship portal. Um, it's not like they emailed me directly. Um, and so, yeah, that one was, that one was fantastic. I'm like, yeah, oh, yeah. this isn't even worth bringing someone in to embarrass them. The email address, the email address was an MLB pitcher underscore stud underscore 2008 starting rotation at gmail.com, was it? Because that was me, if, if it I was. I was going to say, it sounds like, no, it was something more like at hyphen underscore 18 <laughs> or something. Oh, fair enough. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that, that, that definitely sure. wasn't you. 
Definitely. Yeah, you can't keep it straight anyway. Text, Twitter, uh, you're just shooting off messages left and right, not knowing which account it's from. Wasn't even a direct yeah. message. It was just a reply. Hey, dude. <laughs> Hey, yep. hey, hey, what's it pay? <laughs> hey, Jesse, what's this thing pay? <laughs> Jesse. <laughs> uh, anyway, yeah, no, there are just some mistakes that people need to be aware of before they make them. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Hey, I mean, you even get, you even get, even Gmail tries to hook you up or Yahoo, whatever. It says, uh, it says subject box um, empty. Or I think before you send it, they is your warning. Do. As if to say, <laughs> yeah, as if to say, dude, like, get real, grow up, put a, a subject in there before you press send. Like, come on. Uh-huh. Unbelievable. It's yeah. so anyway, easy to not make that mistake. And I don't judge people who accidentally send one with no subject if the body of the email is fine. Like, okay. <laughs> and, and now, listen, I'm not body shaming here at all. I need to make that clear. Um, but yeah, like it, it, I'm not going to judge a mistake, but it's so easy not to make that one. Hey, hey, you know what? Um, <laughs> speaking of, speaking of stories, uh, we can yes. dive into a bunch of them. Yes. I want to bring up a story because we've had some fun on, on that Facebook, on the, on the group, uh, telling some stories and, and, and by the way, anyone, uh, who's on that page or wants to join, just jump in, get some stuff. I, I need, I need some stuff to talk about because Please. I'm sitting here, you know, but look, I want to, I want you to tell a story of <laughs> it. I'm trying to remember what time oh, you, this is, is going to be embarrassing. One I of my favorite. <laughs> yeah. Look, one of my favorite things to do, right. Is, is generate fake text messages and send them to my friends. Uh, and that can be the dumbest story. thing. Story. Oh my God. Okay, sorry, continue. And that can be the dumbest things. Now, last night uh, on that Facebook group, one of my best friends, my best friend basically, just absolutely threw me under the bus and posted that picture. And we'll, we'll get into that later, <laughs> right? Because I, I want to explain. I've been thinking about it more. I want to explain that a little bit more. Okay. So in that little circle of friends, yeah, you know, we write stupid stuff back and forth, do fa- back and forth, do fake text messages. Yeah, just we, obviously we know it's just absolute, you know, rubbish. But you actually, you put a tweet out there, and as soon as you put it out there, you, you wrote right underneath it. I think you deleted it. Or you wrote right underneath it, oh, you know, that wasn't as funny as I thought it was. No, I didn't write that. I just deleted it. I didn't. That's right. And, and I was, yeah, that's right. I just and I was so bored. It. That's right. I was so bored, and I was watching. And I went back to that tweet, because I think I was going to mess with you. I was, I was going to reply or something. And I know she deleted it straight away. Hold on. I need to describe this tweet. I need to describe this tweet. I had produced a show that was live at the Mariners team store in Bellevue, right? And they had just, I think it was, yeah, it was in Bellevue. Um, And they had just, we do a live broadcast every year from there, but all the guys had just gotten traded. And so it was around Christmas time and like all of the, you know, the stars that we had fallen in love with, like Nelson and was not coming back. We all knew that he hadn't been traded, but like Eddie and, and Robbie and all, all of, and, and James Paxton, we, like they were gone and we kind of knew that. And then at the, there was this table of things on sale and it was all those guys. And I took a picture of it and said, <laughs> I, I, I think I tweeted something like, I miss the way it used to be or like tail or like right. table of 
forgotten memories or something like that. And nobody said anything to me. No. But later and, and, and on. It's something, but, but just, just from an outside outsider's perspective or someone who's a Mariners fan, you look at that and you probably agree with you 100%. You're like, oh, right. Yeah, that's- However, I have what I would call a pretty strong relationship with the Mariners and it didn't, they, they literally didn't say anything to me. Nobody said anything to me, but later mm-hmm. on I deleted it because I'm like, you know what? That's not worth keeping up if it would piss someone off. Right. And yeah. so I just was like, eh. I still remember I was walking my dog and I was like, <laughs> yeah, delete like, and whatever. So yeah. you can continue with the rest of that story. Sure. I remember it a little more vividly now. I was, at, I was in a, um, I was in an airport, <laughs> and my flight was delayed about two days, and so I'm sitting there with absolutely nothing to do, and I'm so I'm just scouring through Twitter, and then I notice, yeah, you know, I, I noticed the tweet. I was like, ooh, I was like, oh, taking a jab in a way. I mean, look, do I care? No, but it is 2020. People get or 2019, whatever it was, or 2018. I don't know, whatever. It's, it's, it's you know, people get upset, offended, whatever, and you've got to be careful what you say. Fair enough. So what I did now, Jess and I know we basically have, you know, a, a similar boss or someone who we we want to be on the good side of, right? In, yeah. In the in you the want broadcasting to be respectful. World. Absolutely. Yeah. And he's he's done a lot of good things for you in your career, and a lot of good things for me in my career. And it was funny because I'm like, okay, how can I, I, I need to do something here and mess with that because I was going to reply and you well, deleted you it. Because you saw that it was deleted. Yes. And you just wrote, you texted me, I still remember, you just wrote deleted tweet. That's right. That's okay. right. I did. And I was like, and, oh, uh, and I explained exactly what I just said and how I felt about it. I'm like, yeah, it's no big deal. And then I said, why did you notice that? <laughs> I said, I said, well, check this out. And I took a screenshot of a fake text message conversation between me and our our boss, basically someone who, you know, could drop the hammer at any time. And I I did a fake text message. Like our big boss. This is a big boss. It is. It is. And I said, look, I said, Jess, look at Lucky, like Lucky the leader. Look at this exclamation mark times 50. And it was, a, it, was a, it was conversation was basically like, um, hey, what? Well, I didn't remember. It was basically it was. I, I don't want to get into specifics here, but it's like, hey, tell that Jessica to. What, what did I, you I'm definitely gonna, call me, up. Jessica? And you said like <laughs> that, like she's no longer welcome at Safeco Field. Like if she tries to get in the press box, actually, that's what it was. Uh, she's no longer welcome. And That's I had right. like just been reporting on like the post game show that year, That's and right. I'm like, what the f? Like, oh my god! Like, and oh no, it like I'll I'll pull her credentials, all this stuff. Oh, and he right. told you not to talk to that radio girl anymore. That's right. That's what it was. <laughs> That's right. It's yeah. It was just the most like patronizing. Tell that Jessica. Oh. I didn't even know your name. Yeah, it, I know. It was, it was brutal. Awesome. And I know this guy, and he's so nice to me. And I'm like, oh my god, he called me Jessica. This is awful. <laughs> and 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 the, the the best part about it was, I sent that, and then I, I, my phone rang. Someone else called me, and um, so I'm on the phone with someone. And I don't think I was on Wi-Fi. Now I'm on Sprint. That if you're on a phone call, you don't get any Wi-Fi. It's nuts, right? Anyway, thanks Sprint. But huh. I, I, I connected I to Wi-Fi. You're, you're so not getting that sponsorship now. No, I'm not. No, definitely they're not sponsoring the podcast. <laughs> give you the red hot tip. But uh, hey, what's what's up, T-Mobile? Anyway, um, so basically, um, 
I, I turned the Wi-Fi on. I went into like a, an airport lounge or something because I'm famous and I'm, I'm I'm a celebrity, so I have to go to airport lounges. And he had and, to pay uh, to get in. But that's fine. I had to, yeah, I had to pay $25 and, <laughs> and sacrifice 30,000 points of my 35,000. Anyway, but I go in there, click on the Wi-Fi. I'm still on the phone. I was talking to someone back in Australia. You know, it's important. And I just get text messages, text messages from, from you because I hadn't explained myself. I was literally like minutes away from explaining, hey, Jess, it's just me. I, I, was, I just created a fake text. Don't worry about it. I completely forgot. So you're freaking out thinking, man, I'm fired. I'm never going to be able to work baseball oh, again. I Pro, like post -game ran show. to the bathroom. <laughs> I felt like such crap about that. Oh, man, that was – oh, and so I called you right away, and you were so angry. You literally – you Well, because I, mean, I figured it out before you got back to me. I was like, oh, you bleep. Oh, <laughs> uh, that, that's that's – it was it was fantastic, and then I like finally I was like, oh, I hate you so much. And then you called me back, and it's actually the longest you've ever gone without explaining yourself that you're kidding, because you always say something messing with me every single time I talk to you on the phone, and then you're like, no, I'm just messing, I'm just messing. I'm like, you didn't even let me freak out yet. Okay. Uh, yeah, I know. It's you know, it's. How it's well do you, you know are. someone exactly? And I feel like, man, I don't want to. Now, speaking of that, I feel like, in a way, that you, I don't know. I mean, you still have, really haven't got me back for that yet. You said you're going to get me back. Last night, though, was pretty I close. play the long game, Ryan. Yes, I know. I'm still waiting for something <laughs> extremely embarrassing and probably popular. I know. I but like you to be scared night, all the time. But last night, I, I kind of feel like I, from that photo that was posted, from, uh -oh. no, I know yeah. my buddy posted that, but you did. I, I was I, look. I'm not going to lie. I was waiting for that to end up on Twitter. That photo. Oh, don't think it might not. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, you know, I've already exposed your plan. So, and and look, just just for those for those who are listening, who got a chance to go on the Mariners <laughs> quarantine community <laughs> and looked at that photo, I need to explain myself. You need just to. A bit oh because, yeah, yeah. Wait, because hold on. It, everyone needs to stop listening to this, hit pause, <laughs> go look at it now, and then listen to Ryan's explanation. Okay, it, just wanted to make that clear. That, that's fine. Honestly, it's kind, of, it's kind of, I'm pretty, I'm a pretty private person, but it's kind of, I, I, I'm not going to lie, I had goosebumps. Are you? Like, oh, what is this going to turn into? But you know what, it, it's kind of, you know, you know, there's people who just don't care and they just say whatever they want, do whatever they want. You know, or they get things tattooed on their face. It, it felt like to me <laughs> that you know, it felt kind of liberating in a way. Now I need to explain. You mean it Post I, Malone? <laughs> no, I'm, well, I'm actually talking about someone else who I want to dive into as far oh, as face okay, tattoos. Okay. That was a good now, tease. It, it is a good tease because this is really the first. This is the first time I've actually, <clears throat> excuse me, I think spoken publicly about non-baseball stuff. I feel like. You know, unless it's like Ninja Warrior or something like that, but this is a chance. There's no sport on right now, so I think it's important for you and I to cover some topics um, that are non-sport related. Before we do that, I want to talk about that photo. Now, I want to explain why I got set up because that was a setup photo, by the way, and that photo got thrown all over the the Brian Bowen Smith movie. Someone just like forced a banana hammock onto you. And made your friend stand next to you, and you posed for a photo against your will, can smiling I, with I, a drink in your hand. 
Can I explain myself and hope? Yes, uh, yes, I'm sorry. I'm just going to be really annoying about this. Have some endearment for that that one day. So that was my bachelor party. I was getting married months later, like a month or so later. What do you guys call it? A a Bucks bucks, bucks party. Okay, like stag bucks. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Well, come on, you cover rugby. You should know these terms. I don't go to their bucks parties. (laughs) Yeah. We actually have to speak about something else to do with rugby in a second. I want to know if okay, you don't okay. know okay. this. Keep telling the story. Keep telling the All story. All right. Okay. Stay on track here. So what happened? Now, I've got a very tight group of friends back in Australia where I grew up. We've known each other since we were, you know, about 10th graders, right? And they're like my little circle of friends that we talk daily, right? And I said to them, I'm not, I'm not big on the whole – yeah, going to Vegas, strip clubs, the whole thing. And I'm not trying to sound like Mr. Good Guy or anything like that. I just, I just, it's cringeworthy. I just struggle with that stuff. I don't know what it is. I really struggle with it. So I said to my friends, I said to them, I said, guys, I just want to rent, rent a house on the beach, quiet weekends, right? And then as soon as I said to them, oh, hey, I don't want to do the whole strippers, the whole thing, yada, yada. Well, then of course, that's their, that's their entryway to, yeah, rip me for being soft in in a sense, right? Obviously. It, they're like, oh god, what? Are we, it's just going to be a bunch of dudes. Like, what? What is? It? Are you kidding? <laughs> and so all these, you know, and use your imagination. All the jokes come out that I'm not going to. I'm not going to say publicly, right? It got pretty pretty harsh. No, you and you Aussies are really good at ripping each other. You oh guys don't god. hold yeah. back. Yeah, it's I mean, this is disturbing. Yeah, this is the big leagues of ripping, right? Especially on this conversation we had, and I copped it because. You know, I, I, that was my suggestion. And the other part of it was too, you know, usually your friends are supposed to organize that stuff. So I get to, I get to this weekend. I'm still copying it as soon as we get there. And, and they're bored. You know, some of them, they're a little bit not bored, but they're like, Oh, what, you know, what are we supposed to do? sit around and play Monopoly? Like, what are we doing? So a buddy of mine was basically, cause it's just a bunch of dudes. He's like, Hey, um, you know, <laughs> I didn't want to go into this, but no. basically. <laughs> His whole thing was, cut a long story short, was get me in a pair of Speedos, right? And I thought nothing of it. I'd never wear Speedos. Let's just get that clear. Never do I wear Speedos. It's <laughs> Except when you do. Yeah, and I said, all right. I said, I'll throw <laughs> these things on. This is funny. Take a funny photo, whatever, because, you know, I've had a few beers. And sure enough, you know, the photo got taken and was used against me. Now it's been used against me on Facebook. So that's kind of where that where that was headed. So. I don't wear speedos. That's not a that's not a, a typical Tuesday afternoon. That photo that was on a one time occasion. I just want to get that very clear. Mm-hmm. All right. It has it hasn't left your mind though, has it? No, it has you... not. Yeah. <laughs> I lost sleep last night. That's, that's the sure. one that got away. That's the right. Speedo, the speedo that got away. Yes, exactly. Uh... I thought I was done with that photo, but anyway, that has circulated back in Australia now. Sure enough, it circulated over here, which is fantastic. So, yeah. Well, you know what? Now I'll never let it die. Yeah, thank you. I appreciate You're that. You're welcome. I'm here for you. Don't think it's not saved on every single zip drive I have. So you call them what? Because I call them banana hammocks, and you guys call them, like, something like coconut smugglers or something because you think highly of yourself? No, budgie smugglers. Come oh, on. budgie smugglers. What are those, birds? <laughs> Budgies, uh, birds, yes. I, uh, is that what the hell word? is wrong with you people? Budgie smugglers. Everyone yeah, calls it bu- budgie least, smugglers, yeah. Yeah, at least like a banana is an inanimate, non-breathing <laughs> object. <laughs> Go ahead. Yeah, yeah listen, I, again, I don't know where that comes from. 
the old budgie smugglers. I've got no idea. But I, until this point, I haven't quite questioned that. So little birds. Okay, so obviously, like American <laughs> men have a more highly thought sense of themselves than you guys. Look, They're pretty like, much. This you is have... a banana. <laughs> you guys are like budgie smugglers. <laughs> Look, <laughs> mate. If you haven't caught on, anything that Australians say or do is, is usually better than what Americans say or do. Mm. Or it's, you know, Except it makes for more sense smuggler. Or, or it's more appropriate or, or, you know, it's not as arrogant. All those little things that we do in Australia, which even the Bogans, all right? Uh, yeah. Well, I can't understand anything they say. Hey, I, I loved it too. Last year, obviously, 2019 has changed. This year, 2020, a little bit different. Um, you know, with, with Danny going to the morning show. I did love, though, the – Afternoon, the three thirty every Tuesday, I jump on Danny David Moore. Yeah. And uh, and again, uh, Bob David Moore. I think I'm I'm doing that three thirty is going to be a blast. But Dave Wyman, I, I just the one thing I was so excited about was the the Aussie questions about bogans, <laughs> slang terminology. It was great. He would always get so excited to show me texts that you sent him. Yeah. And he'd be like, Hey, look at what is this guy doing? He's taking taking his like beautiful wife and kids like out to this like trailer park in the bush now what i sent him doing? <laughs> well there was that but i also sent him a tag i sent him a video of, at a monster truck like at the yes he showed that to me too but he never got back to me and i was like oh man is this too much like does he just think i'm a complete bogan like does oh, he, just... he does. Off, the, off the rails and i was like oh this is not good man i've got to be a professional you know he he's not like a really he's good a big text deal. responder but he, yes he is a big deal uh former seahawk dave wyman we are talking about but the <laughs> thing is he was just like running to show it to me <laughs> and that's why he didn't respond he's like look at this this is like ryan sent this to me and it's yeah. just a monster truck rally. He's like, and then your kid had like the big noise canceling ears on. Yeah. And he's like, what is he doing with his family? Yeah, I know. But and, he and like, no, he loved it. He loved it so much. Okay, good. Yeah, because I was, I was like, oh man, what am I doing? Like, I've gotten way too comfortable. You, you know, when you feel like you know you you can text someone, talk to someone. I don't know how it's been with, for you, but for me, I always, you know, it's always that tipping point of something I say, and that's just this complete nothing in return. Yes, uh, and it really hurts your soul when that happens. That's right. And okay. then you're like cry in a bathtub for a few weeks, and all your wine is gone, and you don't remember why. I mean, what? No, that's never happened to me. Now, well, speaking of that, I think that has happened to you, and I want to know, I want to know what your reaction is. You went viral, right? Oh, God. Which is hard to do. It's very hard to do. But like you said, like we were talking about earlier, you know, it's moments where how you just described it. You went viral for something. That, can you please tell the story? I'm not even going to dive in. I want to hear from start to finish. Go for it. Okay. All right. So, okay, here we go. Uh, I was sideline reporting. Uh, this is not last season. I think the season before uh, for Washington State. And uh, I do a, an interview with Mike Leach every single game. Winning, losing, I do an interview. Uh, and then television. Who, who is a character? Interview. I mean, he's a character, right? Mike Leach. Yeah. Aha. Uh -huh. He, they only made one of him. I'll tell you that. God was like, that's a limited edition. Like, I'm make, no. I'm, 
I'm making sure because you know people from Australia listen to this too. I, I want them to know who who Mike Leach is. He, he's basically real quick. I, I'll, I'll let you get back. He's super animated, off the wall college football coach, and he's pretty much famous for being off the wall, right? And he's a good coach. Yeah, yeah, and he's a good coach. Yeah, and I also think that it's kind of underrated, like the amount he cares about his uh, students, like student athletes. Um, graduation rate, like he has one of the highest graduation rates for student athletes in the country, and I, that gets I'm for football, um, and uh, that gets swept under the rug quite a bit. Um, and I respect him for that. Um, I'm the daughter of a, fo- a college football coach, so like there are just certain things that I think other people get mad about that I'm willing to just roll with and have fun with instead of get mad about. So anyway, we're at Stanford, we're on the road. And I know exactly where the locker rooms are now in every Pac-12 stadium because that's where they start going and where Mike Leach starts running at every halftime. I'm still going to interview him. Now, a lot of the time I've been able to walk with him, but they're down 10 points at halftime to a Stanford team that at the time they should be beating because uh, I forget what week of the season it was, but they, they had been doing well. And so... Leach is mad, and I see the sports information director try to slow him down. He whizzes by him, and I'm like, oh, man, I thought I was going to turn and walk. I have to turn and run. So I just do it because I'm like, this guy ain't getting away from me. And I go into, like, a full-on sprint running with him, and I'm, you know, I'm, I'm on radio, so I'm not worried about a camera or anything. I think if I was doing a television interview, I would have been like, well, that's not happening. Right. And so I'm sprinting with him, and I asked him two questions. And I guess As was, you're running. As I'm running, and he answered them miraculously, and I'm sure it sounded terrible because you could hear me. You could hear that I'm running. You can hear that he's running. And I was like, you know what? This is my job. I'm going to do it. That's fine. And the Pac-12 camera people were actually filming it and so it aired on national television yeah, first of all what happens what happens if you just say ah screw it he's running i can't get him what happens i don't do that ryan that's the thing is i don't do that so i don't know when that happens i don't know um because that's not in my like i have never missed a halftime interview right. so there's this operation called Barstool Sports, and they saw it, and they gifted. They made it into a gift, and it's actually available now on most keyboards, on most Androids and iPhones. Um, I don't know what you search to find it, but I've seen it enough that I know it's available because people will text or tweet it at me all the time. Uh, and, and the Barstool headline was, cause it was like a November 15th game or something, or it was right before Thanksgiving. And they said, when you're, high I, I'm school, searching it, I'm searching as we speak right now. I need, oh I, need God. To, I need to see how easy this is to find. When, I don't think it's very easy and I don't know what to search, but hmm. someone gifted, um, when your high school girlfriend tries to talk to you at the bar on Thanksgiving break was the gif and it's me just chasing Mike Leach. (laughs) So that's that story. 
And I didn't think anything of it because I'm like, man, I got my two questions in. I, that was hard. I did it. And then all of a sudden I had like, I had my phone in my back pocket and I'm like, oh my goodness, like, blah, 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 like every, it's blowing up. That quickly. That quickly oh, spread. so Barrel. quick. It was before halftime was over. Oh, and I was wow. like proud, proud of myself. And now I second guess that feeling. What, now, <laughs> did you get a chance to talk to him days after this and say, hey, dude, do you realize like, what, Actually, what? so so many be- people on Twitter be- became offended on my behalf that I defended him on Twitter because <laughs> I was like, you know, like there's a lot of white knights that want to be like, I'm offended for you. And right. uh, I was like, you know, OK, I guess that looks bad, but that's on him, not on me. So don't come to my defense when I'm not asking for it. And so my whole thing was. Um, I, I think I sent out a tweet that just said, Leach and I have a great relationship. Yes, he ran for me. Yes, I ran at him. <laughs> I still got my interview. If it doesn't bother me, it really shouldn't bother you. What, what is it? Just speaking of that now, Twitter. Now, obviously, you know, it, it's so funny the direction things can go. On Twitter, it's, it, it's crazy. Now, you, how do you describe him? A white knight? Describe that term for me. Um, it's just people who want to defend you against things that they're offended by on your behalf, or like, I'm going to save you from something that you don't need saving from. Uh, that's, and I mean, it's, it's not Twitter exclusive. It's just like, Hey, thanks. But like, I got this. (laughs) You you know what I've noticed? And here's something we can dive into. You know what I noticed on Twitter recently? And I, I scroll through the comments. If someone, you know, some sort of statue who gets quite a bit of traffic, you know, the, the weather's been nice in Seattle just recently, right? Now everyone's yeah. supposed to stay away from each other. And there's that tweet saying, oh, beautiful morning here, taking the dog for a walk or something, or down at the park or something like that. And you scroll through the comments, and people are offended that they're outside because they're not social distancing, right? And I'm like, oh, my goodness, like – you are not safe to do anything. It's one of these things. It's like, oh, it's a nice day outside. And all of a sudden you cr- get crushed in the comments. I was down at Green Lake the other day, two days ago. And f- first of all, there was a ton of people out. There's a lot of people out. And look, I- I- I'm guilty of it too, man. I get it. You've got to stay inside right now to, to try and, you know, to-, to-, to slow this thing down and the whole thing. Yes. It-, it-, it was packed. And I'm like, man, there was, there was something I wanted to take a photo of. Little Lennox, my son, was, was hitting a ball off a tee. Like, oh, I wanted to throw a video, and I took a video. I'm like, oh, I should post that, you know. And I'm like, I don't want to post it because people are going to be like that, you know, offended that I'm not abiding by the um the the self dis the the social distancing laws or rules that are unwritten. Right, because you're outside. Right. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like, no, I think that, like I think it's appropriate for people to understand exactly what it what it is and um like if it's someone within your own household obviously you're not going to have to be six feet apart from them all the time but i think the thing is like preventing large congregations of people yeah and so like if everyone's walking around green lake and they're staying away from each other you know to a distance like fine uh that's fine but like i think more what people are getting angry about is seeing full-blown contact basketball games at the hoops over there and soccer and stuff. But I also understand what you're saying because I'd be nervous to post that too, where it's like, oh, is this yeah. 
I don't want to. Okay. Yeah. No, nothing. <laughs> I um speaking of down at the basketball court at Green Lake, it was it was on. I mean, it was like street hoops. Yeah, full contact. Like everyone's. I'm like. And I'm thinking to myself, you know, there's a ton of people around the lake. And then, again, you go on Twitter and, and every, everyone's such a saint on Twitter. And everyone's like, I'm doing this and I'm staying home. It's like, <laughs> you better be staying home. I better not catch you out around that lake, you know, and start complaining in, in <clears throat> two months right now because you have to all of a sudden be completely shut down and stay inside. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yes. I t- completely understand. Um, like, we don't want to be in a place but I think that's also like where you're like, okay, if we could do this for two weeks, yeah. then we won't have to worry about that anymore. And then if we don't do that, then we might be talking about a longer period of time. But yeah, hey, and- but you know, like we don't need to talk about this whole thing. No, I know. I want to ask you one more thing. I want to ask you one more Go. thing about that. The weather right now, as soon as there's basically no more than 50 people gatherings, the weather gets good. I mean, the last couple oh, of days, it's been so amazing. that's so Seattle. That's so Seattle. Of is course, it, it, could, it couldn't be pouring rain right now, right? Well, is it a good thing or a bad thing that's sunny outside right now? What do you think? It's probably both because I think a lot of people are taking it uber seriously and staying inside on purpose, and there's beautiful days to be had. But I think there's ways of going outside without, you know, without yeah. violating any of the guidelines, I guess I could say. So, um it's both. I think that, I mean, we, we don't know what's going to happen right now. Um, so I think getting fresh air and the governor has said, go outside and do things, but just like try to abide by the guidelines. Gotcha. Um, so I, I, I think there's, it's a double edged sword. On that one. <laughs> Cause I wake up every morning. Like, I'm like, damn you, Seattle. It's like crystal clear. The temperature's up. Yeah. But you want really? to go for a walk. Yeah, I know, but still, it's just, yeah. yeah I know, you want to do all the things. Like, you want to get yeah. on a ferry. You want to, like, go right. do a thing. You want to go to a baseball game. Exactly. Hey, um, speaking speaking of uh, people on Twitter and, and the whole staying inside, I am getting so sick. <laughs> so sick of seeing this tweet or this message on Facebook. Or, um, hey, what's up, guys? Uh, any good suggestions on Netflix? It's like, mm. dude, listen, you've got all day to sit in. Go on Netflix, have a browse. I'm so sorry. I can't look at <laughs> that message. You can figure this out on your own. <laughs> That's funny. <because laughs> I hadn't oh thought goodness. about that, actually. I see it every other – I don't know if it's – I don't know if everyone who is on my little – my Facebook group, not not the Mariners Quarantine community. You people are awesome. You guys can say Oh, my you God. Want. I love you guys. I'm so glad I joined. Yeah. No, it, it is fun. But I'm talking – maybe it's just – yeah, my friends or something on Facebook or Twitter or something. I'm like, could you just stop with that, would you? Oh my goodness, go on, go on, go figure it out. You, you've got all day. Go on Netflix. By the way, Netflix must be loving this right now. Netflix and Peloton. Oh, I mean, they- that, oh Peloton. Oh, best tweet I saw this week was this girl <laughs> screenshot of the you know the 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 chick from the Peloton commercial. Sorry, I'm not patronizing women by calling her a chick. All right, I'm getting that apology out of the way. Whatever the woman from the Peloton commercial and it was just a screenshot of that. And she said, not such an insensitive present now, is it? <laughs> Phenomenal tweet. Best that, thing I that, that, um, that campaign, mate, that blew up in their face. That was terrible. That was, 
that was, you know, it's funny. I first watched it, I'm like, yeah, what's, what's the big deal? You know what I mean? But then I, the more I thought about it, the more I was like, uh, bad look. <laughs> really bad well, I was look. just like, okay, like I do understand that exercise is like for the mental side and not the physical side, but did you have to get like the most beautiful woman <laughs> in the world to be in this commercial? Um, yeah, uh, but anyway, the uh, Ryan Reynolds gin commercial using her in it was just epic i haven't seen that oh my god okay we need to stop talking about it now um okay we'll do another podcast after you watch that okay i i have to i have to check that out oh my gosh i'm gonna send it to you once we get off this okay yeah the um where was I going with that? No, but the, yeah, the old Peloton, mate, I've been getting my inbox in my emails is just straight. I don't know how they find me, but it's just straight. Have you got a Peloton yet? And it's like that thing costs a couple, couple grand. I'm not going to go drop a couple grand when. And then there's, oh yeah, when the economy is crashing. Thank you, Peloton. <laughs> yeah, yeah, thanks. Yeah, and then on top of that, there's a monthly fees. I mean. Uh-huh. No. They they are they are pretty sweet. I'll, I'll, I'll give them that. They are cool. Like you get on there, but man, it, it costs a lot to get on that thing. I know the but, only time I've used them has been at like gyms that I'm staying at in hotels, because um, I travel a lot for work and yeah. Um, yeah, it's pretty fun. You can take classes and stuff. It's really good. Yeah, is that just a you just gave a little reverse brag? All right, so you, you you're not staying in, in <laughs> you're not staying in Motel Six apparently you're staying in because the, the nice hotels have those pelotons. I've seen them. That's where I've tried it out. Oh, okay. So you also stay in those hotels, and you're accusing me of bragging. I've stayed in there once. Gotcha. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, yeah, and you know, I've, I'm, it's just funny. You, you, the the ads I get, it's it's just straight Peloton. It's have you watched this yet on Netflix? Oh, it's just yeah, and straight. Every single company that I've ever given my spam email to is really telling me what they're doing about COVID-19. That's fun. Exactly. I've got Sprint Wireless again. Sorry, Sprint. I'm throwing you under the bus again. Telling me about what they're doing. It's like, I don't care, guys. I, you, you, it's, you are not the local grocery store that I need right now or whatever. It's just don't I, – I, I don't have to hear your whole spiel and think you're yeah. awesome and, and want to invest more money into – you know, the phone plan, which cost me my Wi-Fi or my LTE, whatever it's called, every time I make a call. So, again, T-Mobile, what's up? Feel free to sponsor this show after it goes viral. Uh, yeah, that'd be great. Yeah, also my local pet – actually, Petco. Petco? I don't need to know. Yeah, like exactly. Where I buy my dog's food, I actually don't buy it from Petco, so I don't know how they have my email. But, yeah, okay, cool. Thank you. Thank you. Groupon, thanks for letting me know what you're doing about this. Yeah, it's it's. I need to pull up one right now and just just take a look because they're rampant through through the inbox. But it's literally, yeah, you just see the first thing in that subject line, COVID nineteen, and then it's just we are, you know, know, we know it's a difficult time. We get it. It's a difficult time. Here we go. Look at that right at the top of the inbox sprint. Uh, Your ability to communicate is essential. As we are taking steps to make sure we can continue to keep you connected. Yeah, okay. You're doing the exact same service. Let's go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What have you done to improve this? Thanks. Yeah. Nothing. Got it. Yeah, come on. Thanks, guys. Um, yeah. yeah, no. And the, there are so many. Well, I will say, like, on the positive note that, um, like, for instance, like, I, I have a hot yoga studio that I, I go to up here. And 
they're doing virtual classes and a lot of people reached out to them seeing how they could help because they, you know, they, they're not going to be there. They had to close down. Um, and it's a local studio. It's not a franchise and I'm keeping my membership open and I will take the classes online just because I think that if we could do something positive during this, um, and you can do stuff like that, like, especially if we're going to, be inside longer and longer i think that that's actually something positive we could do For sure. um yeah. so anyone out there who has anything like that and is able to i do understand that uh things are going to get rough a little bit but um i'm at least going to try to keep mine for as long as i can yeah uh, and I, I hear it's the same thing my local coffee shop revolutions coffee green lake Awesome. Love the dudes in there. They're unreal. I sit in there all the freak, all the time. Like I'm always in there and, uh, they're, they're struggling right now because no one can walk in the door. I mean, you can walk in, order a coffee, whatever. And it's like, you know, what can you do here, man? Like, you know, you buy a t-shirt, a revolutions coffee. I mean, it's, it's, it's hard. Like it's a crazy. Yeah. Time. Gift cards are good. Gift cards are good yeah, because you go. you're promising future business. So, um, I tried to do that last week buy some gift cards to local places here um and i guess like there's not much we can do and also we kind of have to be we don't know like you and i both are contracted workers uh elsewhere and uh we don't know when that work will come back again so uh you you do have to be careful about spending you know who else is struggling from uh the coronavirus besides these small businesses and and uh, sprint apparently. You know, you know who else is, you know who else is, is struggling? The Bachelorette. How about oh, that? Oh God, who? Yes. What is like? What is the Bachelorette? Is that going on right now? It's about. It was. It was about to be, but they've had to recast because of the coronavirus. They've, they've had to recast everyone. So her name's Claire Crawley. She was going to be the Bachelorette, right? You've had young Peter Weber. That show's just fin- finished up. Yeah, I didn't um, watch a look of it. Yeah, well, he's a pilot, and uh, it got pretty crazy at the end there. Oh, is that the guy that I was like, really? Oh, yeah, I know who that is. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, well, season 16 is in jeopardy right now because they have to recast because of the coronavirus. I don't know if because maybe they're worried that people have it and they're going to start filming. I've got no idea. But I guess they have to recast. It's because everyone has extremely close contact with each other. That's true. And if you ever watch the show, I, I mean, know you're a huge fan. I know you're a huge fan of The Bachelor. No, I just get what it's all about. Uh, it's, 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 what even like? I don't even get that. Can we talk about The Bachelor as a thing in a non-Corona time? Yeah. How on earth are what is it like twenty women? I believe so. Who are all amazingly gorgeous, and there's one dude who is. I don't know, attractive, I guess. I mean, right. yeah, he is. But, like, I just feel like it's never, like, a banger. And he's just like, oh, I'm in love with you. I'm in love with you. I'm in love with you. Right. And he's, like, taking other chicks out on dates. Like, I'm – what? What? Look at all you fabulous women. What are you doing? Like, you – no, you don't love him. Listen, Becky, you've known him for three <laughs> days. Stop crying. 
oh, you get to go home in a limo and you were paid to be here. I'm sorry, well, I can't. Well, first of all, well, first of all, there's a bachelor nation who's listening to this podcast right now. It's, uh, it's 25 women, not 20, not 20. Okay, so they've first of all, you've you've offended them straight away. I don't think it is 25. I've got no idea. But it's, <laughs> look, I used to for years. Now I think they're in season 16. I don't know if that means 16 years or there's two per year. I got no idea. Right? Now, I, I know. I'm, I, I know. No people clue. are getting upset with me right now, but. I did get into it recently because I finally got over that hump of just being so frustrated by this show, right? Because there, there is a bit of frustration, not because I'm jealous, right? I'm not big Pete the pilot. I'm not jealous of him. Yeah, he's, he, it's good for him. I mean, he's got 20, 20 girls just drooling over him, right? But the I finally got over this. This is ridiculous to just the straight, and I guess this is 50% of their audience or maybe, I don't know, maybe 40%. I've got no idea that this the pure entertainment of the carry-on from some of the contestants, if you want to call them that, like it's a game show. Because like you said, right, if you've got – now, by the way, obviously – What's the, the prize, though? Well, The it's, dude? It's the pilot. It's, it's the, the getting to marry him. And but, by the way uh, – Okay, continue. By, by the way, I thought it was a little like uh, – I initially thought if you win, you have to get married. Like at the end, there's a wedding and they get, actually get married and legally they're, they're, you know, they're married and all of a sudden, you know, if you're not into the guy, but it's just for entertainment value, that you, then you're going to have to go through a divorce or something. I've got no idea. Wait, but, you really thought that it was real? Oh, it's real. Don't, uh, don't you? Don't you? No, I'm going to let you live in that bubble. I'm not going to ruin it. The, the, but the one thing, when you look at this show, two things, well, I'll give you two things. Surely Becky, like you said, or, so, or whoever these girls are, surely half of them They're all Becky. Up. Yeah, they're all Becky. Yeah, They pull up in the limo. Oh, sorry. He pulls up in the limo, gets out, and you know, first impression's a big one. Right off the bat, some of them must be sitting there going, not into this dude at all, right? That's yeah. just That's just – but it's amazing that show can keep up with – I don't know how many they cut right away, but at least – there's got to be 75% of these girls saying, oh, I'm just not into this dude. Yeah, that's but just... that's where fantastic producers come in. Yes. There we go. You're right. And they... um, Coming from like a lifelong producing background, I say that without any sources on the inside, knowing that that's exactly what happens. Well, okay. Now, the biggest, the, the biggest flaw, and this is what I'd drive, because you know, my wife likes to watch it for the entertainment value, and this is what... She goes, will you shut up so I can listen? Is the, <laughs> the, I'm sitting there watching, and, and you watch, I watched the final couple of episodes with Big Pete, and he, he had a, a tough decision to make. Um, you know, And I'm not going to dive into the uh, personalities of these girls or anything like that. But, okay, now he's a pilot, so he, he, he probably makes, makes a decent living or whatever. But you think about it. For, I don't know however long. Let's say they're together for, for call it three weeks, right, on – in this bubble where they're live, all living in a house and, and they, they, they get amongst Pete and the whole thing. For that three weeks, they are living like this luxury. They get to go horseback riding, go in helicopters. Oh, yeah. Like, the whole the bougie thing. life. Yeah. And they're like, man, Pete, man, I, I'm falling in love with Pete. I'm falling in love with this lifestyle. Look at this. I get to ride around in helicopters, the whole thing. Now, what happens? And again, this dude, I mean, he's in decent shape. Obviously, he, he does have a job, uh, you know, which is good. What happens, though, day one of, all right, show's over, see you later, we're together now, they get married or they love each other, like they say on the show. 
day one, they go right back to reality. It's like, oh, see ya. I'll get a job. I'll get a nine to five. I'll see you later. You, you, you're right in this one bedroom apartment. Yeah, I mean, where's the horseback riding? Where are the helicopters? You know what I mean? That's got to be the, the reality at, at some point has to set in and be like, uh, this is not what I signed up for. Exactly. And that's why, like, what, there's like two of them that ever lasted. And I only know that by walking through airports and seeing the cover of magazines. Right. <laughs> yeah. yeah, right. Because I'm yeah. not into it. Yeah. <laughs> But that, that's the one thing I think about all the time. And some of these dudes, I mean, some of the guys on The Bachelorette, for example, she's 38, Claire Crawley. She's 38. Apparently all these guys are young and, and they showed a couple. Uh, I was checking out earlier today on Twitter. Some of these dudes who were going to get casted for it, they're shredded. I mean, these guys are in amazing shape. They're all, you know, 25 years old. She's a lot older than them. So they are must you be age shaming right now. I'm not, no, no, I'm not age shaming. I'm just jealous. All right. A little bit of jealousy. <laughs> But, mate, to look okay, like that's that, <laughs> to be in that kind of shape, I mean, you've got to be hitting the gym all day long. So what happens when, you know I mean, what happens oh, once they... Oh, he's not hitting the gym all day long. Yeah. Yeah. That's day one, uh, when this thing, when it's all said and done and, and she, you know, Claire Crawley, who's 38, and she's the bachelorette, meets the love. Right, like, you know that she's going to look exactly the way she looks for a while because she's been doing it for longer. Yeah, and it's like, dude, you, ch- you can't just keep hitting the gym. I mean, you got to go get a job. You know, reality sets in. I mean, you know, we've we, we got to pay the bills here. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, the whole, anyway. The whole, in, the, the whole... in the very few times that younger men have hit on me, I've kind of responded that way. And I'm like, sir, what do you think you're doing? <laughs> what, where do you think this is going? And I'm a little bit of a blunt person. I'm not sure if you've picked up on that. But, uh, yeah, I'm like, what, what are you doing? I, I really honestly, and it, apparently I'm intimidating now. Do, do you think, do you think anything to do with, uh, you're involved in sport? Does that, does that affect the dating scene for you? Oh yeah, for sure. But I wasn't going to get into that. I was just giving an example from my own life. <laughs> you can get, go for it. You can get no, it. no, 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 we cannot. No, that's fine. We can go away from that, and uh, but I uh, I will say that uh, I'm gonna kill it on the dating app game while I'm in quarantine because I never actually want to go out to get that drink, and hey, so uh, now I can be like, oh, I'm sorry, I can't. <laughs> okay, <laughs> so, Pel- so you got Pel- Peloton, Peloton's killing it, Netflix is killing it, dating apps are they, are they through the roof right now? Their stocks through the roof because everyone's inside. What do you think? I don't know. I don't know. Um, but I think that it's something that could happen. All right. Well, Jess, this has been fun. We have to do this again. While we're stuck yes, I guess if we're stuck in home. We're, we're <laughs> going to get some questions too. In, in, in that Facebook group, there's been a lot of uh, comments, questions. We have to dive into that. And I also guess what you're, you're going to have to start diving into this, this, this online dating game. I want to hear all about it. Yeah. You know what? I'll do some market research. And I will get back to you with my findings. Sounds good. Awesome. All right. This has been good. Thanks, Ryan. This has been awesome. I've really enjoyed it.